You have so much to say. I have the most to say. All right. So where do you want to start? I want to start off by saying that we knew Rachel's ending was always coming like this. Yeah. Like this is not a complete shocker to me at this point. But like, no, it's just, I don't even know. I, I, I feel like since day one, since she sent, um, who was that guy home on their one-on-one? Jordan. Ever since she sent Jordan home, I was like, yo, she sent the wrong man home. And it's yeah, just- because she's so, like, she sees the one thing she wants. She's like, this isn't working. Yeah. like She's not willing to compromise. She's not willing to work on things. It just has to be her way or that's it. Yeah. Like, it's fucking crazy. So do we want to talk about uh, how it starts off with Zach and her talking? So we ended last episode with Zach being like, Rachel, can I talk to you? Like right before she does her roses. Um, and I'm really glad that he took the opportunity to pull her aside and basically call her out on her fucking shit. I'm just happy that he sent himself home before she could. Me too. I think that he deserves so much better than her. I, I think that he, yeah. I think that him saying that she was being fake basically and like just didn't seem like the same person just kind of gave me insight on the fact that she's playing a character when the cameras are on do you agree disagree sorry i you glitched out for a second but you just caught up to speed um honest to god when she when he was sending himself home, Rachel didn't look the most like the, the she just looked the least bit phased. Like she didn't even give a fuck. No, she she didn't care. And I thought that was really weird because <clears throat> I thought they had a really good connection. Like I was pretty adamant that Zach was gonna be like number one. Way before Avon. I have a wild theory, but I don't know if we're ready to talk about it yet. And it's about Aiden and Tino. But just to finish off with Zach, I feel like Rachel was all over the place. Like watching how it happened and how she was like just quick with Zach when he was getting sent home, then to talk about him at the rose ceremony and be like questioning a character. Like nobody does that. To then go on the show with Jesse and be like, you know, I love Zach. I have so much respect for him. Blah, yada, yada, yada. Like what? Okay. So I have thoughts about that whole situation. So I also didn't like that. She went to the guys and was just being very catty and saying that he questioned her character. Like I didn't like that. And then when she had the interaction with him, I thought it was really odd. They were both really civil. And then I started thinking that maybe the reason why Zach was being so nice and apologetic and polite was because he's the new bachelor and doesn't want to make himself look bad. I don't really want to watch if Zach is the bachelor. Oh, I will. I like I'm just a little bit. Oh, no, I, I will watch. It's not about me willing it's wanting (laughs) so I I don't know I find Zach to just he's not my type he's a little bit too white boy for me yeah um and I know that you love your white boys but for (laughs) me like I I can't and I don't know I just feel like he's just the too too much of the predictable choice 
Yes. Yes. I, I could agree with that for sure. Like I want somebody out of the box, like Gabby, like I want somebody that brings something different and interesting. No, I agree. I, I think that it would be a more exciting season if it was somebody else. If like, it- give me Ethan, give me Avon, like, give me somebody else. Give me Nate, like somebody with some substance, you know? Yeah, I could see Avon as well as uh, The Bachelor uh, when, mm-hmm. he, when he had his moment uh, speaking with Rachel. Stephen actually said the same thing. He's like, he's, he looks like he's getting The Bachelor edit. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, I could see that too. I think that he would be a really appealing Bachelor to watch. I think it'd be really like fun, entertaining. And then his conversation that he had with Rachel kind of gave a light to his more serious side, which like I felt like he was serious in different points throughout the season, but not to the level that he was when he had his conversation with her basically saying that like yeah I like you I really do like you and I want to be with you outside of this I just think that we need to progress in more of a relationship first to make sure that I'm certain about you and she just like fucking went off she couldn't handle that oh my god I'm just I'm praying for the day that Rachel is off my screen for good like don't come on bachelor paradise don't come up in this place like don't even come don't do it, girl. Like, I don't want to see you. So do we want to talk about Aiden's, like, interaction with her parents? Yes. I felt like it went really well. I thought he was really polite, and her dad seemed to really like him. few things. I think Rachel was fucking drunk, because when <laughs> her friends were talking to her about Aiden, she was like, <gasps> like, he never told me that though like she seemed so upbeat and then she's fucking crying on the side to him like it just seemed weird was she putting on a front to not show her friends how upset she actually was like what's the situation you know did you notice at one point her uh female friend was like uh i'm saying this but like rachel like i know how you get like don't freak out and like Rachel's yeah. eyes went so fucking wide, probably yeah. because they knew Rachel was gonna have a, a complete meltdown, and they probably didn't want that for her just for the sake of like, don't fucking cry more on this show, right? But I, I was interested. Like I found it interesting that Avon decided to tell her friends. I mean, obviously he's not gonna say to their her parents, but like why tell her friends and kind of almost being naive in the fact that he didn't expect them to say something to her but like she yeah, was it like, seemed a little bit like he was too trusting of them yes 100 percent. and then she went like fucking a wall like i pictured she was gonna like be the kool-aid man and like bust through the wall and be like oh yeah you don't want to get an engagement <laughs> like, <laughs> like she yeah she flipped this switch and again I feel like these last couple episodes with her you're really seeing what I would like to call the real Rachel which is not what I think she's been showing herself in the entire season and I mean not to maybe this is going to sound bad but like maybe there's reason behind why Clayton couldn't see a long-lasting relationship with her because maybe she was acting like one person in the camera and then behind the scenes acting like a completely different person and if you ask me 
that's just like a number one turnoff. Like just be you. And if you can't be you on camera, then like you probably shouldn't be here. I agree a hundred percent. Like it just kind of just so many red flags about this whole situation. And, and quite honestly, I get that this show is all about ending an engagement, but it, to me, it's not enough time because you think that this whole show is filmed in a two month span. And if you sit down and think and go, okay, after two months of dating somebody, could I get engaged? Okay, like, maybe, like, you have to be really sure about the person, I think. But at the same time, the whole two months, you're not only dating one person and focusing and learning about that one person, you're getting to know multiple people. So sometimes you're not even seeing that person one on one for dates and stuff like that. So to say that you're, you're going to end up in an engagement at the end of this, I think is a really far stretch. And I think that when it comes to the bachelorette seasons versus the bachelor seasons, the women on the bachelor seasons go into it with the expectation that that's what they want. They know that they're a hundred percent ready. They basically don't give a shit who the guy is. But whereas I find when the guys come on to the bachelorette, like they're just like feeling it out and they're like, okay, yeah, I could end up dating. So I don't think it's really weird that, you know, the Eric's and the Avens and stuff are saying, I don't know if I could end in a proposal, but you know, I, I definitely could see this as a relationship outside of this, whatever fantasy world that we're in essentially. I think Avon was so logical and also very articulate. Yes. Because he communicated clearly. He wasn't like Juan Pablo, like, I want to date you, you know? It was, <laughs> yeah, did you watch Juan Pablo's season? No, that was before, but I know who he is. Oh, my, he was the first guy to not propose, and it was caused, hey, he was, uh, Claire was his runner-up. Yes, I, I do know that. So he was like, I want to date you. <laughs> so with that, there's no explanation, you know, like even took the time, sat down for what was probably 20 minutes explaining what he meant by that. And he seems so like yearning to see her home, to see where she lives, like and to actually make life work instead of just throwing them in with all this pressure. And that's why I was team Avon. And I hated Rachel for saying that if you don't want to get engaged then get out, like it's about the person that matters. Like, come on. Yeah, it really bothered me. Like, I know that she was like super upset about everything. And then the fact that she went back to him and tried to have that exact same fucking conversation again, I was like, what? Why are you expecting a different result? What? Because you said you basically gave him an ultimatum saying that you wanted an engagement, then left you guys went your separate ways and then went back to his room expecting that maybe in a couple hours or the next day, whatever the time was for that that all of a sudden he was going to go, oh, okay, well, if I don't give her an engagement, then like, this isn't going to be it. So I better give it to her. Like, why, why would you want to end this in like a forced proposal that probably won't last <laughs> instead that's of why, that's what makes her and Gabby so different. Sorry to cut you off, but no, Gabby's sorry. like, I don't want to force Eric to do it. But Rachel's like, but I want an engagement. Like, but that's what I want, you know? And Gabby's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but the thing is, is like, based on her even saying that to me, 
you that's all you do want you're right you do want an engagement and you don't give a fuck who's doing it you don't care if it's Avon. You don't care if it's Zach. You don't care if it's Tino. You don't care if it's some random guy off the street. You just want to be able to say that I finished my bachelorette season and I got engaged. And then you'll probably break up before AFTR. Like it's just, or ATF or whatever the fuck it is. It's just so mind boggling that she's just so fixated on that being the end goal and not even really caring about cultivating these relationships with the guys. No wonder every relationship you've seen her have has been so surface level. And you're like, how can yeah. they even get to anything? Because you don't know what the relationship is. Yeah, it's probably because there is no relationship. Yep. Like, it's just so, I don't, it's just so. So fun. are you ready to hear my wild theory about um, Avon and Tino? Okay, wait, before your wild theory, can we just talk about the Tina situation a little bit? But this is the theory before, it's before, like okay. it, it goes consecutively. Okay, so tell so me. So Rachel and Avon had a very traumatic, dramatic conversation, right? At the end of her hometown. Right. Did you not notice how fucking miserable she was when Tino met her parents? Yeah, she didn't seem happy at all. And her fucking mom called her out on national TV saying it she looked she was moping or she looked like she was somewhere else and she definitely wasn't as happy with Tino as she was with Avon or at least that she was exuding to her parents and this is my theory okay I I think the editors did what they did to us last season with fucking Clayton and Rachel and Susie they made Rachel look like number one but Susie was there the whole time we just didn't see her enough I think Avon was Rachel's number one, but they was just showing us Tino. And this is okay. Good. Thank God. My mom's like, no, but I'm like, this is, this has to be because if you didn't even, if you know that Tino is your number one, this thing with Avon, yes, it would bother you because you're insecure. You don't want anyone not wanting you, but it would not bother you to the extent of what it was bothering her for her to say, I was thinking about all I was thinking about this all of yesterday. You think Tino's going to enjoy hearing that you were thinking about Avon during his hometown date? Yeah. Like that's what I mean. It's like, if you were all in on Tino, which the whole world thinks she is, there's no way that she would have even batted an eye at Avon feeling this way. And yeah. you also know that Tino's going to propose to you. So there's literally nothing to worry about. Yeah, I don't think that Zach or Tino had a chance. I think that Aiden was her number one. And I think that Tino and Zach were just to throw you off the scent. Because even if you date back to like other bachelors and bachelorette seasons, there's always one person who like ends up in the final three. And you're like, how the fuck did that person get there? Because like, you know, they had a little bit of a relationship but you didn't really see a lot of it to understand yeah. that it was as strong as it is. And then they go to these like hometowns uh, where they're meeting the the mains like parents or whatever. And you're like, I still don't get it. But like, they look so close now, like, Oh, maybe. Okay. And then all of a sudden that's who they pick. And I, I agree with you hundred percent. I think that your theory is a hundred percent accurate. And I think that that's part of the reason why she's 
bit about Zach and what he had to say because yes. he's never going to pick Zach. Zach was not even like a fucking thought in her mind. But damn, did she look like she was full of regret when he came on the stage uh, at the whatever thing with Jesse? Like she looked like she regret her decision, and I'm sure she fucking did. And I'm sure yeah. she regrets her decision with Avon too, because if you noticed her body language when both of them were on, like she was facing them, her boobs were up, like her, yeah. like she just looked like. And did you see her face? She kept looking at their lips, like she's such a flirt man it's ridiculous yeah she was looking at them they were like a, a piece of meat and then if you notice the entire rest of the episode like she looked fucking miserable yeah she she was because you have to remember too like it switched over to tino like after the whole avon shabacle and yep. she's probably pissed so i don't know if you've seen all the rumors and shit um about what no i don't think the, the only stuff i heard about or read about a little bit tonight was about eric um i didn't read any oh my god i feel so- okay let's talk about gabby for a little bit okay so I, I mean i hate to say it but there's not a whole lot to talk about when it comes to gabby right now other than the fact that like <laughs> she said it best in the preview for the next episode that everything is a dumpster fire because I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand why Eric said that he loves her and she loves him and him going and meeting the rest of her family like seemed to go really well. And I felt really hopeful for her, but not at the same time. And the fact that I know that from the preview, he says that he's not ready for a proposal. And I just got worried that maybe she'll end up by herself but then when I read some stuff about his ex-girlfriend I kind of felt a little gross about him by you always have to remember we've always felt gross about Eric I know so it's that's the thing go back to your gut feeling because that's what I've been holding on to since the very first date like I just I felt like this guy is a player Or he lacks emotional intelligence. Something is going on. And look, here we are. Him messaging his ex in July. The show ended in May. Yeah. Yep. I know. I agree. And And there's pictures that they were together, eh? Fucking skiing and shit. Oh, see, I didn't see that. I didn't know if the texts were true or not. But I was like, this just seems a little, like, fishy. But Steven said it like halfway through the season. He's like, yo, this guy's scum. And I'm like, no, he's not. He likes no. her. I just got blinded by his manipulation and just like bullshit. And I was like, oh, maybe he does really care about her. I don't know. Steven thinks that Zach is re- being really manipulative with Rachel at the end too. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if I agree with that, but like, I also get it. I don't know. I think that these guys are fooling me so i would hate to be in those ladies situation yeah i i wouldn't have trusted eric with a fucking 10 foot pole no thanks yeah what the fuck what other stuff have you heard well no i'm just saying like with these text messages like i just know that like i just pray to god that gabby's not with him because he's just not it and she's like she deserves the world rachel 
this is the karma that was coming to her all along. Her bad decisions put her in this spot. And it's not Gabby's fault that these men aren't ready. You know, Gabby opened up her heart and that's it. She didn't make a dumb decision along the way, in my opinion. No, I don't think so either. I just have to say, I don't know. Like at this point, like even at this episode, like I'm just over it. And I just want to know like what happens. Just fucking tell me if Gabby ends up with Eric. Or if she's alone and if Rachel just like, I do want to know what happened with Tino and some random fucking book and him lying to her over and over again. I think it's fucking hilarious. Um, but I just wanted to be over. Like, why did they drag it on? I've never seen a finale. I know that it's double bachelorette, but I've never seen a finale dragged on as long as they have. And then next week it's, the last episode and then AFTR right after. So it's going to be like, what, like two hours? Yeah. It's just going to be too much. I don't even know how much I'm going to want to pay attention. Like, I mean, wait, it's going to be four. It's going to be three hours. It's going to be three hours because isn't it two hours for the episode and then one hour for AFTR or is it two hours for AFTR? I don't know. I think that I know this week's episode was two hours. I think that the, the new episode will be an hour and AFTR maybe will be two. I don't I think oh, you're right. No, I think AFT I think it's the other way around. I think the last episode, they're gonna drag it out to two hours and make AFTR um an hour. One hour. Because that's what they usually do. But God knows because they nothing has been usual about this season. So. Yeah, but like I mean, I'm really excited for Bachelor in Paradise, but like do we not even get a break off in between? Like holy shit. Yeah, God, you gotta be committed, man. I feel like, no, but I feel like it's like the Michelle and Katie back-to-back, like, fucking bullshit again, where, like, you don't even get, like, a break to, like, just <laughs> decompress. I don't even need a break from Bachelor in Paradise, though. Like, I, if it was another Bachelor season, I don't know if I could do it, but Bachelor in Paradise, I'm very excited about. Yeah, maybe I'll feel different once, like, it actually starts. But right now, yeah, like, oh, God. But I do really like Bachelor in Paradise a lot more than I like The Bachelorette. I just yeah. think that, like, just this has gone on too long. I'm just, like, exhausted from dealing with the bullshit of listening to them. Of course. Do we want to say what we think our predictions are for this Well, last- first off, I just want to say I'm annoyed that there's another season now where there's only one guy at the end for each of them. Like, I want to be surprised again. I miss the seasons where they had two people walking down and you had no idea who they were going to say yes to. Like, I miss that. I do too, actually. It kind of, like, adds so much more suspense to it. Yeah. So, for me, I think what happens is... I don't want to say that Gabby gets engaged to Eric because this is the thing, like, she's on Dancing with the Stars and that's com- that's confusing me so unfortunately i think gabby and eric are together but not engaged i think yeah go ahead what's the politics behind uh dancing with the stars so like typically when they go on dancing with the stars it's because they've been a success story or it's not even it's just because both of the bachelorettes are not on dancing with the stars that's why it's confusing because what makes Gabby more special than Rachel is it because Gabby used to be a Broncos cheerleader. Like, I don't know, but if both of them Rachel are on, was a cheerleader too, but not professionally. 
Okay, so if they were both on Dancing with the Stars, then I would be like, I have no idea how the season ends. But my question is, why did Gabby get chosen over Rachel? Maybe it's because Gabby is still with somebody from the show. That's my thought. Okay. I got I got what you're saying. Okay. Who's what's your prediction for Rachel that she just is fucking miserable? No, I think her and Tina will get engaged. That's the ending of this episode. Uh, you think so? I do because she's like Tino's my dream guy. So you know those did you watch the trailers for the spoilers for next week, like that they showed us of her and him arguing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think they get engaged and then that happens after because his hair's fucking long. A month must have gone by and then they had that fight. I was wondering what was going on with his hair. Oh, wow. So you think that they get engaged and then she finds that notebook and is like, what the fuck? I don't really know what to believe about the notebook. I just know that they get engaged because then there's no reason for them to be fighting a month later. Like if you didn't get engaged, then why are you still communicating? You know? Yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. I didn't even think about that. Fuck. Okay. I think that Gabby and Eric don't end up together. And I, now you're making me question. I was going to say Rachel ends up with no one, but maybe you're right. Maybe she does get her, get engaged to Tino, but then they break up. So by the time AFTR comes around, they're both single. Exactly. Like you have to remember too, that even though Rachel is upset and mourning over Avon, she's still egotistical and she wants that ring. So she's going to make sure she gets it. You know, she's willing to dump Avon for a ring. There's no way she's not going to get one from Tino. Yeah, you're right. And she's definitely, she, she pretty much said, I'm not leaving this without a ring. So she is going to get a ring. And then she's going to keep it and then break up with you. <laughs> oh, man. But that's what happens when you choose the wrong guy. Like you get fucked over because they're not actually in it for you. Like we've known from the very beginning that Tino is not here because he's in love with Rachel. He's here to win the Bachelorette. Yeah. Oh, God. No, no sign has pointed to him actually loving her. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that he actually wants to be with her. I don't really think he cares. <laughs> Especially the fact that, like, dude, your parents don't like her. And don't oh my god, her. I cannot stand his answers to the mother or to the to the family. Well, how are you going to combat, like, Rachel and your parents not getting along? Oh, they'll love her once they spend more time together at the cottage. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, No, that's the incorrect answer. You need to start saying the honest truth they're skeptical about this process like talk like a human being not everything's gonna be fine you know like don't worry about the important stuff just know that i love your daughter and i'm gonna make her so happy also when he said i'm gonna make your daughter so happy to the dad did that not come off as like super possessive to you yeah i didn't like that like i was actually i was scared i mean i didn't feel that i wouldn't look to that like for myself but I thought it was very possessive and I'm like, that's a really weird and like presumptuous thing to say. Like you're basically saying that you have it in the bag. Like who cares about who's here, but that's how he's been this entire season where he's like, yeah, she's going to end up with me. Like when his family was with him and 
they asked him, like, I forget how they asked him. They asked him something and he was like, yeah, I know how this is going to end. Rachel's going to choose me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, he was like, oh, what's going to happen is all the guys, all the other guys are going to go home and I'm going to get down on one knee. (laughs) Yeah. Which is weird. But at the same time, we don't know what conversation Rachel was having with Tino when nobody else was around because I've listened to Nick Vial talk about how when he was the bachelor he knew well he said that like right off the bat production makes you choose your like top couple people the first night and he knew it was Vanessa the first night and he straight up told her at one point like maybe you know third or fourth week like hey like it's you like you're who I want. You're who I'm going to pick at the end of this. You just need to understand that part of the process is like, I have to, you know, go on all these other dates with other people, but you are who I pick. So like, that's so fucked up. He already told her that that's, that's, I mean, obviously she didn't tell anybody that anybody there that, but like he already picked her. He knew it was her and everybody else was just like along for the ride. I'm sorry, but that's fucked. But that's what he said. Production makes you, I mean, not to the extent of telling the person, but he said production makes you choose your like top five or something like that. I forgot what he said. The first night, the first night. So what is that based off of? Looks and a two minute conversation. Wow. I guess you can really just tell from the beginning, like who you're going to click with. I don't know. Can you though? No, it's all about looks. Let's be honest. Because, like, my first interaction with Steven, like, I thought he was really hot. But I didn't think that, like, based off of our two-second hi, how are you, that he was going to be somebody that I was going to be dating later in life at all. Forget, like, end of, end of uh, you know, sorry, I don't even know what I'm saying. The thought I had with Sebastian literally at the end of the date was, I had fun. That was my thought. Yeah, yeah. That, that's my point. And typically, exactly. I leave dates feeling stressed and insecure. I was like, I had fun. <laughs> yeah. But but you weren't like, oh, my God, this is, like, my person. I like. No, I, I was not. I was not because you can't be sure. If you say that after the first date, I think that you're fucking crazy. You're naive because you don't yeah. know anything about the person. So like, also I mean, that puts a lot of pressure on that person. Cause if you're like, that's my person for life. And then they have to like act as if, you know, you can do no wrong to make you happy because you've already made this decision. I don't know. I think it's just crazy. It is crazy. So I, I don't know how you choose who you want at the end with you. What if you change midway? They're like, sorry, we we can't. We don't have enough footage of that person. (laughs) Could you imagine? I don't know. You get a choice. Oh my God, I'm yawning. You don't get a choice. You do not get a choice. Too fucking bad. They're going to be like, well, you got to stick it out. That's what your fucking choice is. So we don't give a shit if you end up happy or not. We're here to make a show, not make a show. And that's, that's what it is. And I don't really care what it says. Like, and prove it. Like, somebody changed my mind. Because at the end of the day, this is a show. They, they are making reality TV. So they want to have a season that is juicy and full of bullshit. They don't want to see somebody have a season where the entire time everything goes perfectly. And there's no drama. And they yeah. get off the bat. Because... 
that would go nowhere. Look at who already tried to do that with her season and basically got booted off the show. Claire went into that fucking season being like, I want Dale. That's the only person I want. I don't care. Like, I'm not going to go on all these other dates with all these guys. I'm not going to give them any time. And if I do, it's going to be very small. And then I'm going to keep dedicating, dedicating my time to Dale. And she did that too soon off the bat. And they didn't like that. Like she went into her season being like, I know Dale is a contestant and that's who I want. I don't want anybody else. Yeah. I'll appease the producers and, and talk to other guys, but I know that I want Dale and she couldn't hide her own feelings to not show you that that's what she wanted. And they were like, okay, bitch, get the fuck off the show because you're ruining the vibe. Yeah. That's why I think next week's going to be crazy, 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 crazy. I'm so excited for AFTR. I want to see Rachel upset. Oh, I want to see it all. I want to see everybody confront her at once. Yeah, me too. Imagine she would just cry. I still like, I feel like even with her number one, like I'm, I've seen her cry and I've seen her cry pretty hard, but she didn't, I feel like she didn't cry that hard with Clayton. She didn't cry pretty hard, but I feel like she was more realistic with Avon. I don't know. Yeah, I see it. That's why I think she realizes that she fucked up and I'm wondering to see what she does moving forward. I bet you she's going to ask Avon to like go out on a date or something with her if she's not with Tino. I could see that. She's deaf. I would, I would doubt it if she was still with Tino. I would doubt it. I would doubt it too. Okay, darling. Well, let's set in stone. Those are our predictions. And uh, I can't wait to recap all of this madness with you next week and see how this actually ends. Me too. (laughs) I love it. Get ready, Vibers. Get ready for this wild ride. Yes, Vibers. This is going to be the most dramatic season ever. Ever. (laughs) Bye, Vibers.